Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to the Are You Listening podcast. I'm Brand. I'm here with my friend Scott. Hello. Hi. How are you today? I am fantastic. How are you today? We're both fantastic. That's what I like to hear. Look at that. Uh, we're, are, we're killing it today. The the Are You Listening podcast is a music podcast where we sit around and talk about an album, normally one album. Sometimes one we album. draft things. It happens yes, once in a while. Sometimes we do many sods about random things, but they're they're never That's quite true. never quite many, I guess. <laughs> I they they stopped being many about four mini sods in. They stopped being many after I realized that I don't need to cut out forty minutes of them. <laughs> and we just go on tangents and keep talking. I expect this episode to be tangent heavy if I have anything to say about it. Oh, uh, God, please. Today, <laughs> today we are talking about the Sun record, yeah. Flight of the Behemoth. Sun, oh, parenthesis, parenthesis, parenthesis. And the only reason this is on a radar, the only reason this is happening, <laughs> is because we are wrapping up Behemoth here at Are You Listening Podcast. Week where number four of Behemoth. Scott and I, two, for two weeks, we gave each other a Behemoth record, and then yep. we drafted Behemoth's discography. Yeah, we and did. And then we were like, well, what else can we do for the fourth week? And we looked up albums with Behemoth <laughs> in the title. A couple of them were jazz fusion that we yeah. felt we weren't smart enough to talk about. Nope. I, I may argue we might not be smart enough to talk about this one. <laughs> oh, oh, I think we're smart enough. I think we're smart enough. I don't think the music's smart enough for us. We'll get there because I have some opinions yeah. that are interesting to me. But if you're if you are a Sun fan and you're here because you think that this is going to be a uh, just a, a magical Sun episode, I would probably at least Switch. pull the reins up a little bit. At least pull the reins up. I invite you to stay. We're inviting oh. to anybody. I don't care. But oh, we are. I invite anybody to listen at any time. <laughs> but just. Hamper those expectations a little bit. Just temper them a little bit because rain it in, rain Ooh. it in. I yeah. There's gonna yeah. be some things said. There's actually even a weird coincidence with this record and a record, a new release I listened to 
Oh, this week that is is very it was it was a week complete coincidence. I don't know how it happened, but I ended up listening to another band that had a I don't know if I call it a feature. I don't know if I call it like input from Mersbau. <laughs> so we'll oh, get okay. there. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Get, we'll get there when we get there. Because I, I will tell you one thing, that album also isn't my record of the week. Um, yeah. Are, are we going to get there, though? Because uh, we might just drone on forever and ever and ever and fucking ever. We would definitely just have to be just talking a lot slower, I think. I don't, I don't have it in me to talk that slow. I really don't. No, I don't have it in me to do anything that slow. I, I don't I don't want to get into the record yet. Let's let's talk let's get into some notes <laughs> okay. about the band. Let's get in the notes. Just just to let's keep our structure here a little bit to try to keep some sure. order. Try to keep a little bit of order. <laughs> we'll do that. I have some notes on Sun. They are an American experimental metal band that formed in Seattle, Washington in nineteen ninety-eight. The band is known for their distinctive visual style and show okay yeah there has to be something going on at a live show i guess <laughs> their heavy sound blends diverse genres including doom metal drone black metal dark ambient and noise rock as well as for their oh they're known as well for their extremely loud live performances yeah i mean you gotta have something man you gotta turn it up i guess it everything has to be up to 11 if you're playing this music you gotta keep the people awake it's hard for me to comment on little things when we're gonna have this record to talk about (laughs) (laughs) because everything that i want to say as like a whole on drone and the band it's gonna come up when we talk about the record so i'm trying to hold back a little bit just again i'm trying to keep our structure here because it's not I don't know. This this episode may end up 25 minutes and we're done. Yeah, <laughs> the, the quickest so, episode. One sun song long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one sun cover long. Yeah. Uh, I, I also want to say the quote blends diverse genres and then just saying doom metal drone and dark ambient. Those are not diverse. That's all the same goddamn thing. Does it mean like they're all diverse from what I want to listen to? <laughs> that, that is not the stuff that I would normally listen to. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was a weird that was a weird take. Like if I'm okay, let's get let's even go this far. <laughs> yeah. If if I'm in a record store and I see oh, yeah. the, the little genre tabs, guess the what right. ones I'm not even looking at? Not those ones at all. Not drone, not dark ambient, and what was the other one? uh doom doom i would I'm, i would possibly get into i may peek like i'm just yeah. gonna like peek at i'm not even gonna pull one out i'm just gonna like move my finger a little bit just to look in there <laughs> yeah. and it's be like i don't know what i'm looking at and i'm just gonna just go to somewhere else right yeah let me let me hit that jazz fusion section uh, i think it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry continue the notes uh the band's core members are Stephen o'malley the guitarist, producer, composer, and visual artist, as well as Greg Anderson, who is listed as musician. I'm going to be honest. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool to just be listed as musician on an album. Like, yeah, that's me, man. <laughs> hey, didn't you play on that Sun record? Yeah. What'd you play? Yeah. Musician. Musician, dog. bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I'm a fan of that. 
The band is named after the Sun Amplifier brand, the logo of which includes a circle next to the sun banner with waves heading off to the right. So that's what that's supposed to be. When you have to sit down and describe your band logo and your band name like that, but I think they I lifted knew that. it. Yeah, I and I think I knew that though. Like that for some reason, that's just when I saw it the first time, and it was sun. Oh, parentheses, parentheses, parentheses. I thought, oh, yeah. those the parentheses are the rays of the sun. Yeah. Why it has to be in the name? I guess. I guess because it, there's probably what ninety five bands called Sun. Yeah. Probably, yeah. So you add that little fun stuff at the end, even if it is stolen from an amplifier brand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I've never heard of. I've never heard of that amplifier brand in my life. I, I don't think I have either, but you know, there's tons of things I haven't heard of in my life. Agreed. In interviews, Stephen O'Malley stated that the band's moniker was also chosen as a play on the name Earth, a band widely regarded as pioneers of drone metal throughout the 1990s. Before the band members moved to L.A., they briefly used the moniker Mars. Because of Earth. I get it. Because of Earth, I would imagine. I I am aware of Earth. I've never listened to Earth. I know the name. I have never. And I've seen uh, upon... This wasn't exactly one that... Even though you and I, quote-unquote, both went into it blindly, Mm -hmm. you did some notes on it. Yeah, I there was a point where I was just like, I got to do something. I got to I got to figure out something to do with it. <laughs> yeah. So I went and looked up some stuff. And basically, anytime sun is referenced, earth is referenced. So oh, okay. it, it, it makes sense. Like they, they definitely every review, every time somebody mentions sun, it's like, oh, they're really showing their respect to earth. Like, oh, oh, OK. okay. All right. Well, I guess I would need to like earth in order to get really into sun i don't know <laughs> right. not against the planets i don't know what the issue is yeah no i want a jupiter record next give me a pluto i was gonna say it... could we do this could we figure out a band or album or song title for every we're gonna draft planet records i bet we could figure something out i mean i'm gonna have to we're gonna have to take like a psycho stick song for uranus yes. i know we're gonna have to like no there's no <laughs> actual that band there's no actual Uranus fucking songs out there. <laughs> There's definitely a Neptune something. Pluto's definitely in something. Well, I mean, the Neptunes. Yeah. Yeah, if we're just yeah. trying to the band itself. Yeah. Um, Saturn. Rings of Saturn. That's a fucking band. I like that band. Yeah, we can figure Jupiter. it out. Jupiter. You got me with Jupiter. I know there's a Jupiter. I'm sure there. there's something. Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Freddie. Oh, Queen Records. Freddie Mercury did solo stuff, too, I think. So be on the lookout for our planet draft. (laughs) Oh, the band's style is characterized by slow tempos, distorted guitars, lack of rhythm and melody, and alternative tunings. Let me tell you, when I was writing the notes and read the words, lack of rhythm and melody, I wanted to switch records instantly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh, i was gonna say that the way they describe themselves i guess technically the way the band is described is it seems like negatives that i would use to describe a record so, <laughs> yeah. i don't know I, I feel like maybe we're we got out of our we, we we got too far over our skis on this one where we were like yeah, yeah we could do that no problem oh like, yeah we, we probably should have ventured out and tried maybe try to find somebody that's into this maybe right but then again, I also don't want like if that happened and we brought somebody on here that was super into this and they're like, oh, I love this record. 
they're explaining how great it is and all these things. And I'm just sitting here like, what? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be combative, but I don't know how I could survive not being combative. Right. There's no way we could have had somebody on here saying, Oh, all the intricacies of this first track, blah, blah, blah. And I would have been like, dog, I was bored as fuck. When I tell you that I spent, I don't know, half hour trying to figure out how to change the speed on my app. <laughs> like, I was like, come on, just because like, I know on like podcasts, you can listen to things like two times speed and three times yeah, speed. 1.5 speed. I was like, just let me find that setting and see if this is better at like three times speed. And I think it, it would be. It probably would be. I think it would be. I wouldn't have been wasting so much time. This is the least I've listened to any record we've ever done. Oh, we'll get there. If we're being honest, I listened to it when we got it, like when we started after we recorded. And then I may not have touched it for five days. I was just like, I'm good. I don't need. I'm I'm all right. I'm good. I listened to it one time through. And did you dabble back into it once in a while? No, fuck no. No, not a chance. No. I I, I listened to it one time through and then I went back through a couple of times and just like skipped around and was like, yeah. Yeah, that's this is still what it is. This is still yeah. what I heard. But when I tell you that one time through, I listened to it on my phone. Yeah, like like on like just the speakers on my phone. I listened to it on earbuds. I put yeah. on my headphones that we use to record, and that I or well, I have another pair of like actual stereo headphones. The cans. I, use. I tried to cans. put those on. I connected them to my turntable speakers. I tried that. I connected them to my phone speaker or to my f- car speakers to try that. I I was trying anything (laughs) to find a way that this was something more than what I was getting. Like I was like, maybe there's, maybe there's levels that are deeper. There's like, maybe if I have it surround sound, I'll be able to hear something different. No, no, (laughs) no. It's, it's, it's it's as bland as the intro to this show has been. (laughs) It's as bland as this show has been up. This is going to be the most bland episode because I don't, (laughs) I don't know what to do. Like I, I fear for our show with this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Th- this was not the proper choice. I think. I think after you and we I should have gone it, with that Australian hip hop guy that you you said no to. Man, maybe, but <laughs> at le- yeah, at least we would have something to talk about. That's the bummer. Yeah. yeah. Th- there was a point after we started this where I listened to this thing through, and I almost texted you was like, "So we're doing that jazz record, right?" <laughs> But because you didn't say anything to me, I kind of was just like, okay, all right. We even talked about, uh, for the Loudwire list, we listened to an ISIS record, which is kind yes, of, did. it's kind of doomy. It's a little, it's 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 a, a little bit doomy. And yeah. I fucked with it. And yeah. you said something as, as a, if, if it wasn't, if it wasn't sun week, I might get more into this, but yeah, but it had the opposite effect for me because it actually gave me something. Yeah, that was right. the difference. It gave me right. something. I'm spoiling everything about what I think about this record already. I guess. Well, I think we already did. I can't Both stop of us it. Already did. Yeah. I can't no. stop it. But please continue. Continue from where you were in the notes. Tell me more about this band that I'm never going to listen to again. <laughs> sure. Well, the guitars are notable for their low register, frequently sure. utilizing tunings as low as dropped A. I don't know if I've is... ever heard dropped A. I, I've I've well, heard you have B. now. I've heard drop B. That's for sure. Yeah. I can't remember. There was a band that I listened to that I was that I, w- I got tabs for. That's how long ago that oh, was. Oh wow! Love and it. And the tuning was drop B, and I said, "Holy it's, shit! It, it's what? 
<laughs> and like I tried to even tone a friend. I was are like, just hanging there. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I told a friend, I was like, yeah, I gotta tune this to drop B, and I don't really know how to do that. And he's like, mm-hmm. You have to tune it to what? You and need said, all new strings because they're not long enough. <laughs> I said it's drop B. And he's like, No, no, it can't be. <laughs> no. And I played him the song and he's like, Oh, you know what it was? It was the Devil Driver record that we did for the show. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I think it might have been Swinging the Dead was tuned in drop B. Oh, man. That's what it was. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure now that's what it was because that makes, that makes all the sense in the world. I was listening to that yeah. when, I, when I was thought I could play guitar and was downloading <laughs> tabs, getting tabs to play. Heck yeah. And try, yeah. Trying to tune to drop B. And yeah, the strings were just slapping. Yeah. (laughs) Additionally, the band is known for using resonant feedback to create monolithic soundscapes and eerie atmospheres. Percussion is rarely incorporated with a lack of any discernible beat. Any discernible beat. You confirmed. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) I need something. I need something. Did you, giving, happen, oh man. did you happen to look up the Pitchfork review on this record? I did not, know. Would you like to know? They loved Pitchfork, it, didn't they? Would you like to know what Pitchfork gave this record? Tell me. 8.5. Get the fuck out of here. No Eight, way. 8.5, Scott. Pitchfork. 8.5. Not a chance. And somehow the beginning, of, the beginning of the review opens up with like a timeline of the founding of, of Amps. Like it was one of the, <laughs> the ending of it was, I wonder what J. Edgar Hoover would think about this record. But then I wow. remember he's a crossdresser. What? Yeah. I don't know what's going on with Pitchfork, man. <laughs> I don't know. Don't get me wrong. If you are a Sun fan and you're still on this right now, yeah. you have all the right in the world to enjoy whatever you like. I'm not Please trying do. to say, I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't like this. I just don't know how I can find a way to like it. That's the problem. Yeah. Neither of us can. And I it's apologize to any Sun fans out there. Yeah. If you dig it, I'm so glad. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad the band has supportive fans. But boy, is this just the kind of thing I am not into. Or did we make a bad choice? Like, are there good Sun records? <sighs> I But Pitchfork gave us an 8.5. 8.5 for Pitchfork. Yeah. So if they're giving it a an incredibly positive review i can't imagine they have a whole lot of records that are better like i imagine like 8.5 is high for pitchfork it's very high yeah so i wonder what they rated the rest of their records i don't want to look because i don't want to be i don't want to be upset you know my (laughs) you know my thing i can listen to some fucking weird shit i can listen to some really weird shit if it's interesting yeah yeah, but the problem for me is there's nothing even about this that is interesting. Like I've listened to some noise, like some noise yep. music. I've listened to some doom here and there. I've got into yeah. some. It's not quite nearly as slow, but like some stoner metal I can get into. I'm, I'm yeah. a fan of that. But there's just there's not even again the the opposite of what you would think I would enjoy. I've been preaching that I have music ADD for fucking yeah. Up. yeah. So the thing that's not going to help is this mm, giant yeah droning monolithic soundscape exactly exactly (laughs) i'm not saying this might not be good 
in the background while you're not paying attention to it, but it might also not be because then it might take you away just enough to be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, I... All those things you listed, like, you know, you listen to some Doom and, you know, you can get down with some slower stuff. Usually that incorporates rhythm. I need some sort of a beat going on. You can't even bob your head to this. There's nothing to move your body. There's nothing to move you in this. I don't, I, I don't know how long I've said it on this show, but I can't techno. I yes. can't electronic. I can do those things more than I can do this. I would rather have a Chemical Brothers record than a Sun record. All right, you want me to run through some of these Sun? Give me, numbers? give me the numbers. Give me the numbers. The Grimrobe demos. It looks like it was recorded in '98. It was okay. A live, so they're live early. recording in '98. It's their debut LP. Pitchfork 8.0. Oh, Jesus. So let's go to Black One from 06, it looks like, or 05, 8.9. Holy hell. This is just an EP, Oracle EP, 7.8. Still really high. Domkirk, but it's the O with the slash through it. I don't okay, know yeah, yeah. 7.3, so that one fell off a little bit, that, Scott. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But it a was recorded? Wow, Okay. See, if I would have had some of this, maybe it would have helped a little bit. It looks like this one, Dom Kirk, a vinyl only 2XLP set recorded in March 2007 in a 12th century Norwegian cathedral. That might help it, but still no percussion. I guarantee it. Like, Members the- of <sighs> Earth and Mayhem guest. Oh, wow. That's weird. <laughs> I might okay, like that one on. more. Give me some Mayhem in this. Uh, Monoliths and Dimensions, 8.5 from 09. Jeez. Canon. 6.5. Didn't really like that one. Or you want Pyroclast or Life Metal? Oh, give me Life Metal. Life Metal, 8.4. Wow. It's crazy. They have a Sun fanboy working at Pitchfork right now. I don't know anything about the genre. It, right. I think I think we're in over our head. Like maybe there is we talked about how there's an acquired ear to listening to harsh vocals in deathcore, yes. in metalcore, in death metal. Yep. Maybe if you put the effort in and you want to be able to enjoy this drone, super slow stuff, maybe there's an acquired ear where you can sense the differences. You can hear the changes that take so long to happen that I would think I would hear them, (laughs) but maybe they don't. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's acquired ear. I always want to give the benefit of the doubt, but I struggled with this one, man. Yeah, this was a tough one. Uh, when performing live, the band wears robes, fills the air with fog, and plays at a high volume. Flight of the Behemoth is the second album by Sun. It was released on January 22nd, 2002. The band collaborated with Japanese noise artist Mersbau, who mixed tracks three and four. That's it. We're going to get into the albums that were released in 2002 in January. Maybe there's something here that we can latch onto. <laughs> Let's hope. Let's, Let's hope. hope. Coming out on the 15th, we have Alan Jackson's Drive. Wait, is fi- is the 15th the first record you have? That's all I have, yeah. Do you okay. have something else? I got a couple. January 1. Yeah. Psy put out his second record. You know, Gangnam Style Psy. Oh, I don't know anything about him. I mean, I you know the song Gangnam Style. Know- yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about him either, but I saw this, and O2 feels 
really, really early for Psy. Yeah. Gangnam Style was what, 2014, 2015? Sure, I don't remember, but yeah, it was a while ago. But not that means that dude was not just, right out of high school. It means he was just putting in fucking work, like being a South Korean musician until right until that hit, which is good for him. Yeah, um, a couple. I got also January first. Willie Nelson, The Great Divide. There's always a Willie Nelson record floating around. I also have uh, Boosie Badass, Lil Boosie's second record for my thugs. I've never listened to early Boosie. I don't know what that sounds like at all. I don't know that artist at all at all. He's the one that was just beefing with T.I. Well, not just, but who was beefing with T.I. because T.I. ratted on his dead cousin. I didn't know who that was. I, I wasn't aware. Gotcha. Yeah, that okay. was Boosie. Yeah. And then apparently they they made up and that album's coming out. Maybe out by now. Who knows? We record so long before this is coming out. Yeah. I'm still on January 1st and there's so many records I've never heard any of these people. I got Bolt Thrower came out with Honor, Valor, and Pride. <laughs> I, I did see that Bolt Thrower came out. And every time I see Bolt Thrower, I can't help but say there's a bootlegger that so he doesn't get a cease and desist. So it's not easily searchable when he's selling Bolt Thrower stuff. He marks it as throat blower, and it, I don't know why, but something about it really tickles me. It really tickles me to turn bolt thrower into throat blower. <laughs> That's funny. But no, yes, I, I'm, I'm on the 15th with you as well now then. So yeah, both Alan Jackson's Drive and Bolt Thrower's Honor, Valor, Pride came out yeah. the 15th. Have you listened to Bolt Thrower? I have not. I've listened to, I think, Warmaster. And then I listened to the 05 record, which is their last oh. one, I think. Okay. I didn't hate it, but it's also like not entirely. The songs are a little long. It's not entirely my vibe. It's, it's going to be hard to say it's not my vibe to anything other than what we're talking about, because right. what we're right. talking about is on a whole different plane of, of not, not my, my vibe, vibe. <laughs> than something that I can listen to and be like, well, I don't really like it, as opposed to I don't want to listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else you got? What's next? Alkaline Trio and Hot Water Music coming out with their split EP on the 22nd. I was a big fan of that. They did each other's songs. It was great. Hot Water Music doing Bleeder and was fantastic. I'm guessing you have the other big album for you from the 22nd then, right? Yeah. Bad Religion's The Process of Belief. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good That's one. where I was at this time when that's this Sun record, record came out. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because that came out, what, the same day? Same day as Sun Record. Yeah, January 22nd. Yep. Sure did. So that's exactly where I was. Also on the 22nd, KRS-One put out yeah, the, Spiritual Mind. That was the next one on my list, too. I never listened to a full KRS-One project. I want to, though. I just don't ever think of it. I think I listened to probably his first one, which is, as you know, a different kind of hip-hop than what we yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also on January 22nd, I know I listened to this record. I don't really remember it. But I know I listened to it. It's Burnt by the Sun's record soundtrack to the personal revolution. I don't know anything about it. I don't know why I do, but I know I did. <laughs> it had to be one of those like they might have had one song with a breakdown. And I was like, yeah, I'll download that whole album. Uh, on the 28th, we have the Chemical Brothers with Come With Us. I saw that. I saw Chemical Brothers floating around. Yeah. The 29th is a big one for me. Unwritten Laws Elva. Love that record. Love that band. I'm all in with Bad Religion and Unwritten Law this month on this year. Oh, there's a couple albums for me here. 29th, okay. 
January 29th, Sing Sing Death House by the Distillers. That came out. Big fan of that record. We know my opinion on the Distillers. Yeah, you're going to get a record at some point. Um, <laughs> it'll be back-to-back Distillers and Hole. Oh, my God. The worst month ever. Uh, Heaven Shall Burn put a record out January 22nd, whatever it may take. I, I liked Heaven Shall Burn. I don't know them at all. The band Wolf came out with Black Wings. I know I listened to that. I think they were just okay. like a like a standard classic metal rock band almost. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I guess metal. I guess there would be metal or more metal. Hank Hank 3 came out with Love Sick, Broken Drifting. That was pre the Hank 3 I got into, I think. So that was like Hank 3 still doing country stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Here's a band name that I've heard, but I've never listened to. And I'm wondering if, okay. if you've listened to these. Uh, Dur and Gray. No. Like D-I-R space E-N space G-R-E-Y. Dur and Gray. I think I've heard of them. I don't think I've ever listened to anything. Yeah, it's their, it, their genres on this website are alternative metal, visual key, key uh, no. I don't like progressive it. metal, alternative rock, avant-garde metal. Nope, I'm I'm passing. Any band description that says visual anything, I'm gonna instantly back away from from now on for the rest of my life. Uh, well, what about Guar? That's not fair. Does it mean anything that Duran Gray is Japanese? I feel like that might add into it. On their Wikipedia, it says progressive metal, death metal, Japanese rock. That's more interesting. <laughs> I honestly had this whole big thing, Scott, where I was going to sit down and write a list of yeah. things that I would rather listen to than, <laughs> than this record that we're doing. And it was going to start off very fun. Like, I'd rather listen to the Calling on Cars record again, or I'd rather oh, listen to love it. You know, this and this. And then it was going to get into rather listen to my own anxieties in an empty room. Um, <laughs> I'd rather listening to me on an airplane with nothing but crying babies. Like every other seat is a crying baby down to like literally just my own nails on a chalkboard. I would rather listen to <laughs> jackhammer right it's outside my window. Like even listening to silence somehow would give me more than what I got out of this. Right. I don't know how. I don't know how that's possible because it's it's very close to silence. But just yeah. Uh, do we want to get into the the charts? Yeah, I get into the charts. I didn't look Let's at the charts. The charts. This is this is surprising to me. Okay, so Billboard Hot 100, January nineteenth, two thousand two, coming in at number five, always on time by Ja Rule featuring Ashanti. What a banger! Yeah, that's. I would much banger. rather listen to that. Hundred uh, percent. Is that the game we're playing? Yeah, I'd rather that's listen to that. Playing. Next. <laughs> Number four, get the party started by Pink. 100% would rather listen to that. That yeah. actually is a certified B-A-N-G-E-R banger. That song's fucking great. The, this is a bit of foreshadowing, talking about this song. A little bit. Look forward to next month's drafts, folks. <laughs> Number three, we got Mary J. Blige with Family Affair. Not even a huge Mary J. Blige fan, but I would rather listen to that yeah. than, than what we're, we got. This is, this is going to test the boundaries of... Would you rather listen to coming in at number two? How you remind me by Nickelback. I'd rather listen to that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I think this week actually, I I'm not necess- I'm not here to say that I'm like on Nickelback's side. Like I'm not here to say yeah. that I'm ever gonna tell you that Nickelback's good or things like that. We slightly discussed them this week. It's it, it's I think it's getting to the point where it's a little hacky, where everybody just immediately goes to Nickelback, like whatever. Yeah. I think, honestly, to my core, I wish 
that Avenged Sevenfold didn't have those first two records that I like. Because yeah. if they didn't, if they didn't, that would be the Nickelback I go to. That would be the fucking band. Because holy shit, yeah. man. We listened to Nightmare. We for did listen the, to Nightmare this week. The Loudwire list. And yeah. wow, did we both have heavy opinion on that record. <laughs> it's It's garbage. It's garbage the entire way through. I hate it. I said not only would I rather listen to Nickelback, I would rather yeah. hang out with Nickelback fans because they're so they beat know. down. They're so beat down at this point, they're not even going to argue. Yeah. But Avenged Sevenfold fans are going to tell you that you're too dumb to understand why it's good. 100%. It was just a terrible record. It's it's, it's god-awful. It's, it's bad. There it's are, really, really bad. And they didn't are, know when to end it. They didn't know what they were doing. The vocals were fucking terrible. And I don't even know what he was doing on some of those songs, like changing his vocals. Oh, God. He's doing a Bon Jovi impression. That's what it is. And it was it was bad. It was really, really bad. To the point where I would almost rather listen to Bon Jovi. And if you you know my opinions, saying something. Like with, who is it? Mike Portnoy. Is it Mike Portnoy on drums? Yeah. On that record? You'd think there'd be something there. And there's not. He doesn't even show. He doesn't even show up. It's weird. It's really strange. It's and now let's, let's let's compare this. I'm I'm going to take a walk. Th- I'm going to take this tangent for a minute because I'm doing all I can to avoid talking about the sun. Record. Yeah, let's do it. So Nightmare was the record Avenged Sevenfold put out after Self-tuck. the drummer after Rev away. died. Yeah, after Rev died. So yeah. let's think of another giant band because Avenged Sevenfold was giant at the time. Yeah, let's think of another giant band that not the drummer, but the lead vocalist died. And they put out what I consider their best record. ACDC's Bon Scott died. They yeah. they got Brian Johnson to fill in, new vocalist, and yeah. Back in Black is ACDC's best record. It's... Back in Black functions as a greatest hits, and it's a fucking record. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's un- fantastic. It's unreal. I don't know yeah. how they do it. Don't get me wrong. It's you're you're just getting great riffs and you're getting the kind of the same thing, but they do just enough to change between each song where it's like this thing's fucking unreal. Yeah, it's super good. So how does ACDC lose their vocalist and put out a just phenomenal record? Yeah. And Avenged Sevenfold loses. I'm, and I'm not discounting how important a drummer is. Like that's not what I'm doing. But the right. drummer is not necessarily the voice of the band, unless they're a Treyu. <laughs> True. <laughs> out nightmare, which I, I guess you and I are on the wrong side of this because it was huge. It was a huge record. Yeah. But we both enjoyed their first two records. Like I, and, I got into Avenged Sevenfold thinking they were a fucking like hardcore like metal band, not Five Finger Death Punch. Five Finger Death Punch is even heavier than what Avenged Sevenfold is now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But they because they got rid of their harsh vocals. And replace yep. them with John Bon Jovi impressions. Yeah. It's the wildest thing. And I, the fact that I, there was always that thing where I knew I didn't like Avenged Sevenfold anymore, but I couldn't place my finger on yeah. it. When we yeah. listened to Nightmare and I got just Bon Jovi after Bon Jovi after Bon Jovi and it clicked, I was like, wow. And here's the thing. I don't even dislike Bon Jovi. There's not a part of me that's like, I hate Bon Jovi. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like Bon Jovi at all. But I just don't understand why why or when or who talked them into guys quit the screaming you need to stop any of the screaming the yelling and let's get this fucking jovi shit off the ground yeah. that's where you need to be 
I Granted, need to know they're, they're making money. So I need Ooh. to know how Avenged Sevenfold got to number sixty-eight and Deloused in the Comatorium is at seventy-eight. That is what you're comparing everything to now. One hundred percent. That record is flawless. No, it's number one. Number two is Nickelback. What's number one? You got it bad by Usher. You got it. You got it bad. That's a fucking jammer. Yeah. 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 So five for five. Five for five yeah. on things I would listen to over the Sun record. I have a few other ones. Uh coming in at number twelve, we have In the End by Lincoln Park. Of course they had to show up. Of course. Yep. Of course they did. Number twenty two, we got Roll Out My Business by Ludacris. Oh, big one. Yeah, buddy. Last but not least, number 69, Wish You Were Here by Incubus. Of course, you had to pick out the 69. Uh, No, it just happened to be Incubus. (laughs) Uh, I didn't get the Billboard 200, but I got the number one album for the entirety of January 2002. Wow. Creed's Weathered. Guess what I would rather listen to than the Sunday. (laughs) Creed. What hit? What hit was on that? The two big. I don't ones? know. That was like their third record. I, uh, I definitely wasn't in at that time. Six feet from the years, and I'm thinking, <laughs> maybe six feet ain't so far down. What's the other one? It sounds exactly the same. I, With arms wide open. Yep, that's under it. the hair. I don't know the words, but I love the song. <laughs> Those are two bangers. I will I will die on that hill that they're two bangers. Maybe I need to go back and re-listen to Creed. At least those tracks. I'm not saying they're good records, but at least those tracks. Right. All right. I guess we got to get into this record now, Scott. Yep. Flight of the Behemoth by the band Sun. Released January 22nd, 2002. Five tracks at 51 minutes and 27 seconds. Yeah. Track number one, Mocking Solemnity. On the Pitchfork review, it says that the first track kicks the door in, Scott. Does it? Yeah, that's what it says. It says the riff kicks the door in. Riff. It said riff. What riff? Apparently, apparently it was a riff. It's just too slow. You and I don't. We we can't get it. You and I, we're too dumb. We're too dumb. The notes I have. What did we get ourselves into? (laughs) Yeah. If this is what drone metal is, I don't think I'm into it. Nine minutes and 12 seconds of the same note over and over and over again is making me fall asleep. I see why their live shows have to be so loud is to keep everyone awake. And and this just continues. You don't even see the break between the first track and the second track. The first track is nine minutes long. It's nine minutes long and you don't see the break. Yeah. No. Yeah. So track number two, Death Becomes You, 13 minutes and nine seconds of the same fucking song. Yeah. Did this even change from the first track? It's it's just like a dissonant ringing out of one note played every like six seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I wish I was exaggerating when I'm saying that's what this is. Nope. That's what this is. If you haven't the, heard this, that's what this is. It's insane. 100%. That's exactly what it is. It makes me dislike not only this album, not only this band, but anybody who likes it. And I don't know why. I shouldn't dislike you for liking this. Yeah. I I think I do because there's a perception that you are smarter than me. Like, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, if you're getting into this, you're smarter than me. So I'm immediately on my defensive because I'm like, oh, this person gets this. Oh, shit. I'm missing something. And then then I want to attack you for not for, for liking this because I don't understand it. Yeah. I wrote down, I'm not even sure I would listen to this again as purely background sounds. 
this may be the worst decision we have ever made. Yeah, it's bad. It it could it could it could it could have ruined this podcast. It could have absolutely <laughs> ruined it. At least in the bow tracks. That's that's the three and four. What's the name three of them? Sun Bow, Sun Bow. Yeah, one and two. At least in there, I got something. Like there's, it's yeah. just it's it's Mersbo mixing his noise in there. By the way, Mersbo is like seventy now. Oh wow, really? I didn't well, know. He that. would have been he would have been in his fifties, I think, in this when he did this. Yeah. Like already a crazy into his noise. He's a Japanese noise artist that started in like seventy six, I think. Okay. And if you recall, I listened to that whole n- noise record earlier this year. I can't remember the band name, but I didn't like it. But it gave yeah. me something to listen to. At least Mersbow mixing this Mersbow Mersbow. I don't know. At yeah. least. At least him mixing it added something. Like I didn't like it, but there was something to listen for at least. Right. Yeah, I said at least this one is a little more interesting. Switching it up with some kind of discordant piano sounds and then tons of headphone games throughout. Yeah. But of course, the most interesting track so far is the shortest and heads right back to that droning at the end. Yeah. And I get that Sun is a drone band, but for fuck's sake, it is so boring you got to give them credit though for being true to what they are i guess yeah but like okay you're in a band you sit down you write a song how the fuck do you write this song like not this song how do you write this record i don't think you do i don't think it's written i mean you jump into a studio and be like i think i think so that sounds Jesus. exactly like the record, by the way. That's, <laughs> it does. Exactly <laughs> like the record. That wasn't my voice. That was me editing a clip from the record into this show. Honestly, we could have played the whole record through this, through us doing this, and at the yeah. end been like, hey, it's been playing the whole time. And it's been playing. You didn't know nobody, it. Nobody would have known. Yeah. But I think at least the Mersbau records show, like the Mersbau tracks show that there is some, he's at least orchestrating something. Yeah. Whereas... The rest of the Sun Records, it just it just feels like random, but not random because it's the same thing. It's stagnant. Yeah. It's stagnant and doesn't move anywhere. I don't know. Again, I li- I listen to music while I read, and usually <laughs> it's it's ambient black metal, just because mm-hmm. I love the sounds. I love that I I can't necessarily grasp onto the voice without like paying attention. You know, because black metal vocals are black metal vocals. They do black metal vocals. So it's just a nice headspace for me to be in to read, especially because I'm into reading fantasy novels. So having that kind of dark and, I don't know, just that dark background music helps me focus on the, on the reading. I can't even have this on as background music to read to just because there's so much nothing in this record. Like it's such a heavy nothing, and it's it's hard to even call it heavy. Like I want it to be heavy. If it was, I don't, if it was what I perceive as heavy that was droning on like that, I think mm. I would like it. But for some reason, th- there's a timing issue where if they hit that, I don't even know what to call it. Like is this, is, I'm not smart enough to tell you what is happening. <laughs> but like when that initial chord is struck, if they would shorten that up, I don't know by I don't know. 100 percent and make it happen again maybe it would feel heavy to me but because it lasts so long it doesn't feel heavy to me yeah i don't know it it, this record does not do it for me 
I, I had something else for Bo too. I said, man, this is rough. I just don't get it. None of this is really appealing to me at all. If I'm being honest, this one full listen through is going to be enough for me. There's a few interesting sounds here and there on this track, a few headphone games, but sweet eight pounds, six ounce, tiny baby Jesus. This shit is boring. It's bad, man. It's really it boring. It, it, I can't, I can't even, I, I would never, ever, ever listen to this again. Yeah, I'm, I'm never touching this again. But before yeah. we do that, the closer. The closer. FWTBT. We finally get a bit of beat going on in this song. Because it's There's coming. some super deep vocalizing going on as well. It's still so goddamn boring. Supposedly, this track is an interpretation of Metallica's For Whom the Bell Tolls. I don't hear it. This thing is trash. I'll never torture myself like this again. This is like volunteering to have tinnitus. And I hate it. The one thing you will like, I can't remember what review it was, but I read a review of it and it said something about this last track that said somewhere in the multiverse and in my dreamscape, it was Lars thrown out of the, the bus and not Cliff. <laughs> oh God. And they said that this, this, this is the nightmare. Of, this is the nightmare for whom the bell tolls from the universe we exist in because Lars is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> If I have more pleasure reading reviews of a record <laughs> than listening to the record than I do listening to the record, it means it's not a great record to me. Again, yeah. if you enjoy this and you're still and you're 52 minutes into this episode, it's going to be I don't know at the time. If you're this far into this episode and you're a Sun fan and you're just cursing us, I do apologize. Send us an email or something and tell us Please. what we missed. Explain it. We. I can't go so far to say that we'll have you on to have another Sun record because I don't know if I want to ever touch another Sun record in my life. Ever. That's you're gonna have to convince me some <laughs> kind of special way to to even come close to considering so another Sun record. You just want to do it together, Scott. You just want to say the words together. Throw no phone or groan, Scott. What do you got? Groaniest of groan. fucking groans ever. Hundred percent groan. Not even a top one track. No, can't I, it, do it. it. I would say the Mersbaugh tracks are far better than the other three, but I didn't like the Mersbaugh tracks either. I still hate them. Speaking of Mersbaugh, just real quick, I listened to a record from the band Full of Hell. They've, they're they kind of a super aggressive, fast metal band. Okay. And it, like th they do their thing, and then Mersbaugh has like noise and just dissonant weird shit going on, like his noise rock. And then it launches into more of Full of Hell's like heavy, fast speed, crazy extreme metal. And it's oh, fucking okay. great. It's oh. great. It 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 sounds cool. It's not a good record. Yeah. It sounds cool. <laughs> I still didn't like I didn't rate the record that good and it's not my record of the yeah. week, but it was interesting that it randomly I I cuz I knew Full of Hell, so I listened to the Full of Hell record and it was called Full of Hell and Mersbau. Oh, okay. And then it wasn't until after where I looked I was reading some inner like some reviews of Behemoth where it was, you know, Mersbau did the two. I was like, "Wow, that's fucking weird. That's weird yeah. that, that happened." Yeah, that is funny. But serendipitous yeah, okay. yeah i'm glad i got something out of it grown city on this thing For scott real. what's your record of the week <laughs> my record of the week is actually something you turned me on to it's insomniums Ooh. anno 1696 i don't know what that is that was that uh folk black metal uh atmospheric band you told me about that did the record based on the witches and stuff oh okay yeah. It's like their ninth you, album or something like I that. You the, I sent you a thing. I said, I think you'd like this. 
Yeah, you told me if uh, by the description, if this isn't for me, you don't know what it's for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even listen to it. I just yeah, saw it. I, I figured just you did it. I just saw it. And I was like, I think that sounds like something you'd like. Yeah. You read the description. You were like, oh, Scott's got to be into this. I'm yeah. going to pass, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's really good. It's something I really, really enjoy, especially after listening to Sun this, this week. It's great. Uh, Scandinavian atmospheric black metal. I needed it. I needed a transition from sun to like real music. And this, this helped me get there. Yeah. My transition to real music was a little different. Uh, I kind of went in the opposite direction. My transition is the, uh, came out this year. It's Amar, A-M-A-R by the rapper, big X, the plug one word, one, one word, big X, the plug. It's so Texas. Like it's un it's unbelievably Texas. He has this like this heavy baritone voice with okay. like his with like a southern drawl as he's rapping. Interesting. It's 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 so fucking great. I love it so much. And he's I think he's young as hell. Like I think it's only his first full length. I think he's had two EPs before this. Oh wow, okay. And I love it. I think I may have heard there's a song on it called Texas. I think I may have heard it on TikTok at one point. Just means mm. that my my algorithm is really, really knows what I'm trying to get into. <laughs> but I, I you know how I am about the tone of some rappers voices will get me like yeah. Freddie, Rick Ross. This guy's right. right up there with him. Like the, the, his tone really gets me at the beginning of every track before he starts rapping. He goes, hey, <laughs> really reminds me of young Dolph did that a lot. And I've had mm. pun intended, I guess here. I've had an a hole that I've needed <laughs> filled for quite a while. Jesus. So I'm glad that's back. I'm glad I got my a hill, my a hole filled. Hey. And I love this record. Big fan of it. Good, good. At least we were listening to something we liked. Yeah. So let's end this fucking nightmare, Scott. Let's what are we listening it. to next week? Next week, we're actually uh, doing a a suggested album from a friend. We're doing Chumbawamba's album Anarchy. I like the name and. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a guest next week. I like the album title. It throws me back to fourteen year old times when I was drawing anarchy signs on every pair of clothing I owned and oh, yeah. screaming anarchy about things. Chumbawamba's never went with that word for me, so I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really interested to listen to this because I the only thing I know of Chumbawamba is that tub thumping song. Yeah, that's it. Yep. And uh, this is pre tub thumping. And the title of the record is Anarchy. So I'm I'm really curious as to what Mike is getting us into. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, uh, it's because it, it, at the very least, it's going to be more interesting than this fucking god. 100 percent. 100 percent. It's going to be better than this. The only thing, Scott, you and I can do to make up for this fucking awful album that we're putting these listeners through is end this thing as quick as possible and let's do it one of the shortest episodes we've had in a while yeah um so follow us if, if you if you are a sun fan and you think we missed everything about this send us an email at are you listening.podgmo.com send us a message on instagram or twitter it's aol pod on both yeah go into our go into our facebook group talk tell us about that it's yeah. the link in the show notes tell us somewhere you can listen to this i'm not saying you shouldn't I will not revisit this. I don't think nope. Scott is going to revisit this. Not a chance. If you made it this far and you love this, thank you. Appreciate yeah. you. 
if you didn't listen to the sun record and you were going to base it off of our reactions, <laughs> the, normally I would say, give it your own, like give it your go. But I yeah. promise you what we explained is not overstating what this record is. It is those noises I made a couple minutes ago. That's about 20 minutes. Of record. Cut that out and repeat it for 20 minutes. Yeah. That's one track. Ago. That's one track on this record. But thank you for listening. Scott, thank you for the episode. Thank you for the podcast. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you, brother. Behemoth is done. This is the end of Behemoth. We're done with Behemoth. And holy shit, does it go out with a fucking whimper. God, it's so sad. It started off so strong. We started off with the Satanist, then we end with... It ends with... And may I quote Tara here? She said, what is this playing? It sounds like hell. Are you listening? Are you listening? Grown on forever and ever and ever and fucking ever. Lack of rhythm and melody. Dog, I was bored as fuck. It's as bland as the intro to this show has been. Tell me more about this band that I'm never going to listen to again. Pitchfork, 8.5. There's nothing even about this that is interesting. You can't even bob your head to this. What we're talking about is on a whole different plane of not my vibe. Rather listen to my own anxieties in an empty room. Even listening to silence somehow would give me more than what I got out of this. I'm doing all I can to avoid talking about the sun record. Nine minutes and 12 seconds of the same note over and over and over again is making me fall asleep. 13 minutes and nine seconds of the same fucking song. It makes me dislike not only this album, not only this band, but anybody who likes it. I'm not even sure I would listen to this again as purely background sounds. This may be the worst decision we have ever made. We we can't get it. You and I, we're too dumb. We're too dumb. And I get that Sun is a drone band, but for fuck's sake. It's stagnant and doesn't move anywhere. I can't even have this on as background music to read to. I just don't get it. None of this is really appealing to me at all. I I would never, ever, ever listen to this again. This thing is trash. I'll never torture myself like this again. This is the nightmare for whom the bell tolls from the universe we exist in because Lars is still alive. Go.